Welcome to the podcast, Top Takes, where we cover all different types of media. Today, we'll be talking about movies. But first, let's meet who's talking today. Hey, I'm Kent. I'm Chance. I'm Trinity. And I'm Caleb. So we're going to start off with talking about a recent movie we've watched. So the most recent movie I've watched in theater is the new Super Mario Bros., which I really enjoyed. A lot of people didn't like it much because um, there was a bit of controversy with Chris Pratt not being Italian. But I think the movie does a good job of explaining that because the whole Italian thing is like their fake plumber persona. And so I really liked it. I thought it was a cute uh, like adaption of the video game and very nostalgic. Anyone not the Italian, no. But uh, no, no, I thought it was good. <laughs> it was a little short, honestly. I wish it was a little longer. I feel like they tried to squeeze a lot of things in, but... I enjoyed it. I loved all the Mario references. That's the most recent new movie I've seen. I mean, I've just been, I had some more free time recently, so I've watched a lot of movies, like both the Anchorman movies, and last night I watched the Lorax just for the memes, so. Love the Lorax. I also was kind of disappointed they didn't have Yoshi in this one, but there was a post credit scene saying that he might be in a second one, so we'll see. Uh, Kent Chance, what are movies that you guys have recently seen? Uh, so the most recent movie that I have seen is called Missing, um, and this is definitely a creative film. Uh, it pretty much follows the story of um, a girl whose mom uh, gets kidnapped. I'm not going to spoil anything else. There are probably 15 uh, plot twists in it, but it all takes place um, from the girl's computer screen. So anything you see the entire movie um, is either through um, her FaceTime or TikTok um, or through even like her Apple Watch filming. Um, or security camera footage, so it's definitely uh, unique. It leaves you kind of fe- uh, feeling seasick um, or carsick almost because you're just looking at screens, um, but it's definitely a creative way to tell a story. So mine's mine's also like one that's not super popular. It was in theaters sort of recently. It's called Knock at the Cabin. It was based off of a book. I think it's The Cabin at the End of the World. It's by M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. Um, okay. Anyways... Yeah, the movie wasn't super great. I heard a lot of people raved about the books, but the movie, it had, like, no plot twists or turnarounds or anything like that, and it was sort of disappointing. I will say Rupert Grint made a movie appearance, and I like that. He's the guy from, he's Ronald Weasley from Harry Potter, so that was pretty cool. It's always hard for me to, like, think of those people as anything besides their role in Harry Potter, but, I mean, Daniel Radcliffe has done a lot of roles very well and everything, so... Yeah, Daniel Radcliffe, he, that movie, he Now You See Me, he was in Now You See Me Too. Oh, he yeah. did really good, and he was the antagonist. Yeah. That was really surprising. He's also in Weird Al, the movie. Yes. I want to go see that. Have you seen it? Yeah, that movie's wild. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's get started on our top five. We're going to start at the bottom and move up. So, Kent, do you want to say your fifth movie? Yeah, sure. So, starting off with my number five, I have the absolute cinematic masterpiece of Incredibles 2. When I tell you this movie, I have almost every word memorized. Um, It's unhealthy how many times I've watched this movie. It's definitely a comfort movie of mine. Um, If you've seen Incredibles 1 um, and then you've also seen Incredibles 2, there's a huge uh, difference in animation. Uh, The animation style has really drastically improved um, and it looks a lot more natural and realistic in Incredibles 2. Um, I just love the humor and the, the storytelling of it, and it's really engaging uh, for viewers. It's both funny, and it also keeps you on the edge of your seat. 
Not what I would have expected. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that really took me out of That was surprising. Didn't they leave Frozone out of Incredibles 2? They did. That's extremely disappointing. I, I will know. say, it's probably one of the best like animated sequels. Normally, when they make a sequel to one of those movies, it's like, eh. Mm-hmm. But this is one of the better ones. Like I feel yeah. like they almost improved off the first one in a way. Yeah. It's it's hard to compete with the original. Yeah. Um, however, I do, I do believe that Incredibles 2 has kind of trumped Incredibles 1. Wow. Yeah, controversial, I know. <laughs> is I'm curious to see if Incredibles 1 will be later on your list. We will see. Okay. We will see. You might, okay. Be, you might be surprised. <laughs> All right, Chance, go for it. All right, I'm sort of along the same lines as Kent. Mine's an animation as well, and it is Tangled. Um, Tangled, it's just something me and my sister watched when we were young, younger, and I don't watch too many movies with my sister, but that one we watched basically on repeat. She got me into it. Flynn Rider, I mean, who doesn't like him? Right, and then it's a retelling story of Rapunzel, and I really do enjoy it compared to the old one. So, dang, Tangled is actually going to be my number five, but it got beat out. That is absolutely crazy. I also grew up uh, watching Tangled. Um, biggest childhood crush. Oh my gosh, Rapunzel. Oh my gosh. I mean, how can you not have a crush on her when you're ten years old? <laughs> but uh, yeah, absolutely great movie. Love it. That's true. And yeah. the horse in it. That oh, guy is yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. My sister um, was, like, born right around, like, the Frozen time, so when she got a little bit older, she that was her favorite. But whenever she would choose Tangled instead while I was babysitting, I loved it. It was so much better, in my opinion. All right, well, I'll go with my number five. My number five is actually Catch Me If You Can, which you talked about the sequel earlier. I haven't seen the sequel. I want to watch it. I've heard it's good. But I just watched it for the first time the other day, um, and I just really like the con artist with it and just like the the aspect of like how he's one always one step ahead i just really enjoy it so yeah the characters all in it i really enjoy and then i don't know who the morgan freeman's in there right morgan freeman is in that movie right no i don't think so (laughs) (laughs) i'm pretty confident he's not all right tell me what catch me if you can is again the synopsis it's uh, it's Leonardo DiCaprio, and he's like a con guy. Oh, so it's the original, original. Yeah. That's the original. It's not the remakes. No, I don't know if there were remakes, but I really like the Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> version. Okay. <laughs> well, it's an older of... movie, correct? Yeah, I mean, he's pretty young in it, but it's based on a true story, which is really cool, too, because the guy, like, does all these cons, and, like, he eventually gets caught and becomes, this is kind of a spoiler, but it's been out for a while, so it's fine. Um, eventually he does get caught and starts working to like solve the sort of the same sort of crimes he created, which is really cool. Okay. So I just like that aspect of it. All right. Number five on my list. This probably won't surprise you guys, but, um, I have to start my list off with Talladega Nights. Uh, watched it over the weekend. It's a hilarious movie. And as a race fan such as myself, it's great to watch every year before they race at Talladega. So twice a year. And I know, the lines get me every time. Um, I know a lot of them and uh, relate to, what, what is it, Texas Ranger when he says, I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew. I think <laughs> that's like coursing through my veins at this point. So uh, just, it's I, I enjoy watching that movie and <laughs> I had to put that on my list. But like right at, right at the, there's, there's better movies. But that's one, again, my criteria goes to, do like can I watch it over and over again? And that is one movie that I do watch over and over again. I'm not going to lie. When you said this won't surprise you, I thought for sure you were going to say the Phineas and Ferb movie. <laughs> but that one's good. I have not seen that one, but I've heard that it's funny and very random. 
Yeah. All right. So, Caleb, Ricky Bobby, is he a top five fictional athlete? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He, he crashes too much. He, he wins, but then he also, like, because that, that's the whole issue with him is he does dumb stuff and crashes. <laughs> Not great at his craft. All right. Well, let's move into number four. Can't go for it. All right. So, this is going to be a little bit of uh, whiplash from my most recent um, joyful animation. Um, All Quiet on the Western Front is uh, my number four. I think this movie, um, if you haven't seen it, it's a war movie. Um, it's World War One, and it actually takes place from the Germans' perspective, um, which is definitely a unique take. Um, and it really is just, uh, if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. Um, pack a whole bunch of tissues because it will definitely leave you crying. Um, by the end of it, my mom was was sobbing, and she's like, that could be my boys. So um, it's definitely um, a heavy movie, but I think uh, the cinematography is absolutely beautiful. Um, the color palette is beautiful. And um, it's honestly just amazing to see how, at the start of the movie, all of these German soldiers are, are absolutely stoked. They're excited to go to war. They have no idea what it's going to be like. Um, and I won't spoil anything, but the end of the movie will definitely leave you in tears. It's, it's a stark contrast. So... Mm. I haven't seen that one, but I would definitely want to check it out. Is it on, like, certain platforms or anything? Yeah, I'm not sure what platforms it's on, but um, amazing movie. And the soundtrack is, is chilling. Like, it will give you chills. It's amazing. Ooh, I might yeah. have to watch that on the night. Yeah. I need to cry. Yeah. All right, what about you, Chance? All right, so on a less serious note for movies, my number four is The Emperor's New Groove. Um, another great Disney film. Um I don't know. It's just something I watched when I was younger. Cusco, very annoying at the start. And it's like he starts off obviously super prideful and stuff, and then he gets humbled, gets transformed into whatever animal he is. And then basically he has to work with his um, one of the – I guess it's like one of the poor guys. I forgot what his name is, but – they 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 work together and he, he has to battle Yzma who takes over uh, the castle from Cusco and basically I don't know it's just a great it's sort of like an adventure story and like th there's their ups and downs within the movie and then at the end like Cusco changes his whole personality it's a great uh, character development for Cusco and that's why I really enjoyed it. What's your favorite Kronk line? Honestly, it's not. I don't know if Kron when he's talking to the um in the squirrel language. Uh. Yeah. Squeak squeakity squeakity or whatever it's called. Pull but the yeah, pull the lever cronk, but that's obviously Yzma. But that's like one of the most yeah. yeah. But yeah. It's a great enjoyable movie. So good. I forgot about that movie. I love that one. Yeah, they came out with a TV show too after I think it's like Oh, that's right. Something about like Cusco in school and it was pretty bad. Okay, I was so. going to say, because some of the spinoff ones just aren't great, but they're such great characters. Mm -hmm. um, uh, my number four is Ocean's Eleven. I really like heist movies. I just think they're kind of fun to, like, try to figure out. And, I mean, same with uh, Catch Me If You Can. It's very, like, you're one, you almost feel like they're one step ahead of everyone at all times, and, like, you have to try to figure it out during the movie. It also has a crazy cast. Like, it has, like... Matt Damon, it has, I think, Clooney's in it. I need to look up who else, but it's, like, that's one thing with the Oceans. I mean, even Oceans 8, that was a really big cast, too. Like, all the Oceans, they try to get 
a lot of big actors and pretty much just do a heist movie. And I think it's so cool to see the talent and like just the plot as it goes along. Yeah, I haven't seen that movie, but have you seen Point Break? No, it's with Keanu Reeves, and it's a super classic. I wish I had it on my top list, but I didn't. Yeah, I've heard that one's like a surfing version of it, which I love surfing and I love that movie, so I feel like it'd be fun yeah. to watch. Keanu Reeves is pretty good in that movie. Yeah, I just like the talent that you get to see, kinda. So my number four, I'm gonna do you one better chance. I put Tangled in my top five as well. I thought I didn't think we were gonna have any overlaps, but apparently we are because it's such a good movie. It's the same like anytime I want to watch a princess movie I'm like oh let's watch Tangled but <laughs> it's because of I mean Flynn Rider carries that movie fantastic character his relationship with the horse there's just so many great moments from that movie and um, I have a couple songs on some of my playlists and it's it just overall just a fantastic enjoy I enjoy watching that movie over yeah and over again. yeah the musicals honestly low-key the one that hits the best is the bar scene oh yes, I the love bar. that one yeah. yeah I had a dream um, so it makes you want to try to fight someone with a frying pan, you know? Like, <laughs> I, I will say, um, while I love Tangled, little fun fact, almost nobody knows this about me. Um, so you know uh, the superheroes and uh, Disney characters that show up at kids' birthday parties? Yeah. Um, when I was 15, I actually worked as Flynn Rider. <laughs> and I would dress up and they'd put a fake little, you know, facial hair on me and they'd dress me up in, like, the exact movie costume. And I would work with Rapunzel... And at every single party we would go to, we'd have to sing I See the Light, and we would dance and play with the kids. <laughs> so, although I love the movie, it gives me a little PTSD <laughs> to okay. all of those days of getting tackled by kids and kids going crazy at all these parties. So. <laughs> That's very understandable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. I can't believe Tangled shut up on uh, two people's lists. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we're going to have a lot of other um, movies probably match up. Uh, we'll see. All right. Let's go to number three. Okay, so I have a solid feeling that this isn't going to be on anyone else's list, but we'll see. I might be surprised. Um, my number three is Shutter Island. Um, absolutely phenomenal movie. It it takes a lot to genuinely catch me off guard. I can normally see um, a twist in a movie coming, um, but if you haven't seen it, I'm telling you, this will sweep the rug from under your feet. Um, everything you believe to be true is not true. It is, it's genuinely wild. Um, amazing cast, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, of course, Mark Ruffalo, um, and many others. Um, not sure where you can see it. I remember I had to rent it. I feel like you have to rent it for most platforms. Um, definitely a dark movie. Um, not, not, um, a lighthearted watch for sure, but, um, again, the cinematography is amazing. The storyline is absolutely phenomenal, and I highly recommend it. Yeah, that is, I don't have that on my list, but I really thought of adding it. It's such a good movie. Mm -hmm. I watched it for the first time probably a few weeks ago on some, I don't even remember what platform it was, but you you think you have things figured out. And like you, I've heard before, like there's a twist. So I was trying to figure out the twist the entire time. And I like, kind of thought I had something. And then it really just like sweeps the rug out. Like it is so surprising what happened. So I would definitely recommend it if you guys haven't seen it. Yeah, my sister has told me about the movie, and I still haven't seen it, but I can verify it is on Netflix. I have seen it okay. on Netflix, and I pass by it every time I'm searching. So It's definitely, like, we watched it late, and mm -hmm. it definitely leaves a little bit of an eerie feeling with you, I will warn you. Like, it was like, oh. Yeah, I uh, definitely had some trouble sleeping that night. Yeah. It, it threw me off for a bit. But. It's not, like, horror. It's just, like, unsettling thriller. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. A, it's a psychological thriller, so yeah. it, it definitely leaves you thinking, for sure. Yeah. 
All right, so for my number three, now I know most people probably have not heard of this movie. I don't know if you guys have heard of it, and it's a sports movie. I think it's the best sports movie. It's Glory Road. Have you guys heard of it? Heard of it, yeah. The basketball? Yes, it is college basketball. It has to do with the main character, or the main actor is John Lucas. He is the coach of a women's basketball team at the start for high school, and then he gets a job at Texas Southern for their college basketball team. And now this is based off a true story. And I think this was in the 60s, but this is when um, segregation was still huge and stuff like that. And obviously African-Americans were treated really poorly. And basically this was like one of the color barriers. It was like for college basketball, this was like when it got broken basically. So basically this team had a bunch of African-American players on the team and that was unseen and unheard of. And in the championship game, which they end up getting to, they start all, all their players are African-American. No one's seen that before. So it was sort of huge. They end up winning the game. And I don't know, it's just a really emotional movie. And it's hard to, it's sort of a hard watch, but I feel like they did a very good job with the cinematography and all that stuff. And I think this movie was either late 90s, early 90s, or, well, since it's John Lucas, I think it was late 90s or early 2000s. But it's definitely a must watch. I don't think it takes too long to watch either, but... Yeah, once you started talking about it, I remember that's one of my, like, dad's favorites. He loves putting that on. He really enjoys that one. Have you guys seen it? No. All right, so I'm going to move on to my number three. Uh, It's How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. It's so good. You just get such a hand hand embarrassment, like, the entire time. And it's just, like, the acting in it's so good, and they both have a plot against each other that just, like, conflicts the entire time. And honestly, I think it's funny that they end up together because, I don't know, I just think it's funny. Like, watching the way they both act throughout the whole movie, I don't know how they, like, start a serious relationship after everything falls apart, but it is hilarious. Um, This movie, um, look, I can get a little sappy sometimes, and this movie definitely gets me there. Um, I was on a school trip uh, last week, and I had a long flight to uh, Nevada, and the one movie that I had downloaded was How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. And I was like, oh, like, this is kind of going to be weird. Like, everyone else in the row is going to see this dude watching this, you know, little rom-com. But when I tell you this movie is 10 out of 10, it's such a good plot. Uh, they have such good chemistry, like, ironic chemistry, because they're each, you know, really going for different things. Um, one person's trying to lose the person. One person is trying to hold on to the person with everything that it takes. So that's definitely a phenomenal movie. Yeah. Who's the actors in it? Oh, it's um, uh, Matthew McConaughey. It was the girl's uh, name. It's the one really popular. Oh, what's her name? Let me see if I can find it. That's sort of interesting that Matthew McConaughey is in a movie like that. I always think of yeah. him in more like of a, yeah. I want to say serious, but like, I don't know. I think of the one movie where he has to, where he's that drug addict. I don't know what it's called, but he has like sort of like more of the, Extreme roles, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so the main actress is Kate Hudson. Oh, Kate um, Hudson. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's definitely interesting to see uh, Matthew McConaughey in this kind of movie. Yeah. However, um, I think he absolutely kills it. He knocks it out of the park because um, he's supposed to be like this really charming, romantic guy uh, who can just really make any girl swoon. And man, he is smooth with it. I mean, yeah. they, they honestly do have some of the best chemistry. So Unspoken Riz. Yeah. Okay. Are we on? <laughs> so we're on number two? Uh, no, Caleb's got to go. go. You're yeah. skipping Caleb. Oh, oh, oh. sorry. Oh, come on, man. Um, 
my third movie, top three movie, is going to be Interstellar. I watched oh. that movie for the first time over break, and or maybe it was the end of... No, yeah, it was over break. I watched it like late one night, and it was like, Mom, Dad, you got to watch this movie, because I don't think they'd ever watched it before. Just like the soundtrack is so good, the storytelling, the whole... The whole like time stuff is kind of weird, but really neat and adds an extra like emotional factor into it. And, and I just really enjoyed that movie. It got me feeling all sorts of types of ways. So um, I had to had to throw that into my top five list right there. Yeah. Yeah, I actually haven't seen that one um, because simply because of how long it is, and I've heard it's so good, and I need to sit down and watch it. But I don't know something about the time is just a little bit like so much of a commitment to me. Hmm. I haven't actually sat down and watched the entire thing uh, through and through, but it's been on the background and I've seen so many clips from it um, that I do know. I mean, it's I've heard unbelievable things about it. Um, amazing cinematography, effects, soundtrack is you know, remar- like everybody knows the soundtrack, so mm-hmm. it's that's a, that's a great movie. Yeah, and some of the I guess twists like, it's not. I don't know if it's like super surprising, but it's just like it's not like a quick plot twist. It's like a slow, and you're like realizing what's happening. You're like, oh, this is really cool, and then, yeah, it's just overall, I really fantastic movie. Dang, I'll have to watch nice. it. Yeah. All right, let's do number two. Uh, we're getting to the top here. All right, so my number two is a recent movie. This might I don't know if this will be on your lists, but I think you guys might be a little bit more familiar with it. Um, it's. Uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. Have you guys seen that movie? I've heard of I've it. Heard of it? It's heard great. Of it. Oh my god! It's being regarded as like one of the best like international made movies. Correct. Yeah. You guys need to watch this movie. Okay. Unbelievable movie. So you you really got to hear it out because there's so many weird things about this movie that it'll really really catch you off guard. Um, I can't really spoil a ton of it. The first hour of the movie, you're just kind of like, okay, what's going on? Like, is this really worth watching? But when I tell you, this movie is crazy. It, it's, it pretty much follows people who have, um, it's multidimensional. Um, and so apparently these people can connect to p- their own selves in other dimensions and get skills from them. So if there's a fight scene, this girl can connect to the dimension where she's like a karate master. And all of a sudden she's, you know, doing backflips and high kicks and everything. Um, so that's just like, the fun side of it, but um, the cinematography is stunning. Um, they, I think, filmed the entire movie in like a few months, which is you know unheard of now. Um, and I will say that um, it's a it's a beautiful balance of comedy and tragedy. Um, I very very rarely cry during movies, but if you watch this movie, I'm telling you right now, I I can predict the exact scene that you guys will cry. There's a line in the movie that is so, I mean, hits you right in the heart. It is so, so moving. Um, and that definitely had me crying. I, it, I was a wreck. It was, it was not looking good, but um, absolutely love the movie. It's a beautiful balance between comedy and tragedy. So. Yeah, I actually watched the Oscars. I know they won a bunch. And I know the main character, he won and broke down in his speech. He was the little kid from the original Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. And oh, also wow. Jamie Lee. Jamie Lee Curtis won for Best Supporting Actress, I believe. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. I'll have to check it out. I've actually never cried during a movie. So. Oh, th- I'll have to see if it breaks ha- me. You have yeah. to watch this movie. You yeah. have to watch this movie. 
Yeah, has everyone else cried during a movie? Are you uh, the only one who's never cried? Okay. You've never cried during a movie? I, like, cry during normal stuff, but movies just, like, I don't know. Like, I know it's a movie enough that I'm like, oh, that's sad. And I just kind of, like... The first movie that ever made me cry was Toy Story 3 in theaters. Oh, when yeah. I tell you, when they're all yeah. holding hands, going down into, like, the garbage, garbage disposal emotional. thing. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that had me weeping. I was like... And then afterwards, when Andy's like going to college, because oh. I think, I think the la- the most recent time I watched it was like 2019 after I graduated <laughs> high school, mm-hmm. and I was like, that's gonna be me. <laughs> it it h- hits you from every angle, no matter what what age you are. Yeah, the movie that got me the closest was The Boy in the Striped Pajamas, oh. but I still oh didn't gosh. cry. How did you not cry? I don't know. That? It just movies don't. I don't know, but I'll have to check it out. Yeah, It'll be like a challenge. Sure. Try not for to sure. cry. I feel like. You might have to go see a therapist for that if you're not emotional during movies. I don't okay. know. <laughs> I'll be like, I need to cry more. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for my number two, this is also a classic, but I think it's the best Disney movie of all time. It is Mulan. Uh, best soundtrack, I feel like, of all time. Mushu, one of the greatest characters of all time. Eddie Murphy, fantastic voice actor. And then on top of that, I feel like Mulan tells a great story. And then you can... If you want to get deep into it, obviously, the theme is, like, basically, the theme that, at least in my head, is, like, don't limit, like, a woman to, you know, specific jobs or whatnot. But, obviously, like, I feel like the story, the whole story tells, like, more than just that, so. Yeah, that's my favorite Disney movie, actually. I, I will, love that one. Yeah, I will say that I, I know that show, um... Well, that movie, Inside and Out, because my uh, first ever musical was actually Mulan. And I was uh, Ling. I was one of, uh, you know, the really skinny soldier with the big oh, nose? Oh, yeah. Man, that was my first ever show. I had maybe two lines. Um, very consistently forgot both lines. Um, but I definitely, that's that's a phenomenal movie. Great, great soundtrack. Yeah, good movie. I The... Um, I'll make a man out of you song. Oh. So song. good. I and still listen to that every day. It's yeah, that, so good. that song, so good. great. Uh, I haven't seen that movie in a while, so like, I guess I don't really remember all of it, but I do know it's pretty, pretty fantastic movie. Yeah, you'll have to rewatch it. I know they did come out with a live action movie. Honestly, I don't personally hate it. A lot of people do hate on it because Mushu's not in there, but I think. I think cinematography-wise, it's actually not too bad. Hmm. Oh, I mean, I think cinematography-wise, it's impressive. I don't, I don't think people are super upset about that. It's definitely a, an impressively filmed movie, but um, it's hard to take a classic, like an original that so many people grew up with, um, that's so music-heavy, um, like everybody knows every single song, and then you make a live-action movie that follows the plot, but there's no, like... You don't have all of the classic songs that everyone wants to be singing along to. So I think that that's what kind of, you know, threw things off a little bit. But yeah. yeah, I agree. I think it's a good movie. Yeah, that would that would be rough. I haven't seen the live action. I don't like a lot of the live action ones mm-hmm. just because of that reason. Yeah. But um, I do love Mulan. All right. My number two is Inception. I love that movie so much. It's kind of the same, like... It has a twist as lot well, like reminds me of Shutter Island. It's a lot less dark than Shutter Island, though. I will say that, which is nice. So you can kind of watch it whenever. It's just one of those movies that constantly has you asking questions, even at the end. Like, I feel like the movie ends and you're still like, okay. But, I mean, of course, there's the classic, like, top debate. Like, Mm -hmm. does it stop spinning? Does it not? And there's so many videos you can watch on it. Like, I've gone down rabbit trails about, like, different theories. 
And it's just so interesting. I think it's such a well-done movie. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've, I've written a few papers on this uh, for class. But, again, I think Inception is an incredible movie. Uh, the one scene that always comes to mind is, you know, the hallway scene where the whole entire hallway is spinning and they're, like, sliding and gravity shifting and they're still trying to fight each other? Um, I mean, you guys probably know this since you're, you know, digi majors, but um, for those listening, to accomplish that scene instead of just, uh, you know, keeping it simple and kind of putting them on like wire rigs and like pulling them up and down, they actually built an entire hallway in a huge cylinder that would just roll completely. It was like the size of a silo on its side and it would just spin nonstop. So the actors were actually dropping and flying all across the entire actual physical hallway. So I think that was an amazing way to do practical effects. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed the movie. Um, great actors, great actresses in it. I have a huge hot take, though. I think Inception sort of tried to do too much. Oh, my gosh. But, and also mm. I'll say this, I think Tenet was a better movie. Whoa. You just lost all validity. Tenet does, tries to do way more than Inception. You just lost all validity in this podcast. <laughs> like, the whole, like, reverse shooting, but you can, like, kind of do that, but kind of can't. Like, I think that movie is way more, like, technically complicated than the plot of Inception. Inception I, is, like, has twists and stuff, but that's just my opinion. I feel like Inception is heavier on, like, a wild plot and, like, an interesting plot than, like, the technical aspects. Yeah. I feel like it's just some minor effects, you know? Yeah. Yeah. All right, what's your number two? All right, my <laughs> second favorite movie, another one of these movies I can watch over and over again, another Disney animated movie, uh, it's going to be Cars. Uh, probably not surprising again, but... Um, just the, I mean, the soundtrack in it, the storytelling, again, it's a race car movie, and I love that about it, and um, yeah, just all the different, I mean, there's so many different aspects of it, and it's, I, I love going back and watching it. We watched it for our a final, our, final. In our class last year. I think we all had that class. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, just like every time I get to go watch that movie, it, there, there's little jokes here and there that I like to pick up on, and then um just even things in the background, like little Easter eggs for either different... Because they went on a road trip across the country whenever they made that movie. And so there's different things in the movie that kind of reference different parts of the country. And th there's a lot of little Easter eggs that I love picking up on and explaining <coughs> to people throughout the movie. And yeah. Yeah. Life is indeed a highway. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say... Uh, just like Incredibles 2, Cars has been a comfort movie of mine. Um, and uh, I've been to the area that it's actually based off of, like Sedona, Arizona. Yes. Um, and it is honestly like spot on to the area. Absolutely stunning. Like it's it's amazing to be there and it's amazing to like see it in a movie. Um, this is so random, but uh, you know the scene with all the traffic cone hotels? Yeah. I find that scene so peaceful. I don't know what it is. If I could live in any like animated world, <laughs> I would live in those little traffic cones. They're so cute and it's so peaceful. So anyway, yeah. yeah, Cars is great. Cars two a little rough. Yeah, but yeah. Cars is a classic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, let's move on to our number one. All right, this is not going to be a surprise to probably any of you. Um, I feel like I've talked about this movie a ton in classes. I've probably written. Um, in the last two years, uh, close to 15 papers on this movie, uh, with, like, no exaggeration. Um, love this movie. Excuse me, allergies are kicking in. Um, so my top movie is 1917. Surprise, surprise. Um, I just think this movie is a cinematic masterpiece. Um, 
if you haven't seen it, it's filmed uh, as if it were one take. So I think they have around 30 or... I think they have 34 cuts in the entire movie. Um, but every single cut is hidden either by going behind a tree or, like, subtle masking or, like, dark moments in the shadows. Um, and it pretty much follows two soldiers going through um, the no-man's land, um, which is pretty much the front lines of um, World War One, And um, this movie is absolutely crazy. I, I mean, it keeps you on the edge of your seat every single second of the movie. Um, it is a bit graphic. Um, there are definitely some scenes that... Uh, make your stomach a little uneasy, but um, again, the way it's filmed um, really makes you feel like you're traveling through the trenches with them every single second. Um, also, the color palette's amazing, the soundtrack's amazing, um, and specifically in this movie, the sound design is incredible. Um, the way they have um, bombs going off in the background, and um, there are so many quiet moments uh, it's crazy how the quiet moments are the things that uh, make you feel way more scared than pretty much any moment in the movie. You're really like left, like what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? And then boom, like a landmine goes off or something like that. So um, if you haven't seen it, highly recommend. Yeah, I'll have to watch that one. I don't think I've seen it. Yeah, I haven't either. But uh, that's on my. That's like close to the top of my watch list because yeah. I know uh, I've heard so many things about it. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? What's your top? So before I get my top one, I want to give a shout out to Shrek 2 because I did not put that on my list. I know someone else might have it on their list. Who knows? But uh, <laughs> my number one. Nope. My number one is Perks of Being a Wallflower. Uh-huh. I don't know if you guys watched it. And yeah, it's like, I feel like it's not like a movie that a lot of people rave about. But for me personally, I don't know. I feel like the whole movie does a great job of addressing different problems that people deal with and I also enjoy the cast Logan Lerman I really have enjoyed all the stuff he's been in Paul Rudd also makes an appearance in it Emma Watson and then Ezra Miller even though obviously allegations with him going on but he's a I think his acting is phenomenal phenomenal especially in that movie but yeah I mean there's just so much that goes on in that movie and I think everyone should at least watch it once did you like Logan Lerman in the Percy Jackson movies I actually did. Oh. Okay. I didn't particularly like the actual Percy Jackson movies itself, but the acting from him, I do like him as an actor. So. Fair. I do like that movie. Perks of a Wallflower is good. My top, okay, sometimes I lie and I say Inception is my top movie, just so I don't have to explain this one. But my really and truly like top tier movie is Hoodwinked. It's my ultimate comfort film. A lot of people don't know. Some people do know about it. Like, by the time I show them the cover, they remember it from their childhood. It's really hard to find on any platforms now because most of them, it's illegal to watch in the U.S. I'm not sure why. Um, But I love the movie so much. The animation is, off, like, honestly awful. It's just (laughs) really bad animation, which is funny because you'd think, oh, it's just a bit of an older movie. But it came out around the same time as Shrek. And if you compare the two, it definitely has a short end of the stick. So I just find the animation funny. And also, the plot is amazing. It's like a crime drama, Red Riding Hood take. The characters are hilarious. There's so many little comments that they make that are just so funny. There's a goat that sings. Um, Yeah, if you haven't seen it, you should find it on some kind of platform and watch it. A little bit of a warning um, if you do watch this movie. it is an absolute fever dream. I will put that out there. It is such a weird movie. Um, and anytime I had a fever, I'd wake up in a cold sweat, 
dreaming about hoodwinked or something from that movie because something about the animation is just so weird and the plot is just so wild um i'm telling you it's been a fever dream of mine for for years but i personally despise the movie other than the story writing <laughs> story writing's great but also fun fact guy who plays cronk isn't it yeah he's in that the b movie like he's, he's in, he's in, in so much but, his yeah. resume is incredible I, I'm really upset that you don't like it, but it's okay. All right, let's hear your top, Caleb. All right, my top movie is going to be Up. I, I love that movie so much. Just the, I mean, again, like the soundtrack, especially at the beginning, the whole, like, married life and everything, so good. Um, and, yeah, just the story. I mean, it starts out, and it's this sweet old dude and this old lady, and then she dies, and you're like, what the heck? And then um, just... The more, like, the longer the movie goes on, you meet the new characters, you meet Russell, and then um, just the whole, like, flying through with all the balloons and everything, iconic. And then um, getting there with Doug, another great character, um, just his, his different lines. They made shorts on Disney. It's like Doug's Adventures or something like that, and those are also really funny. Um, and, yeah, just, like, Every, everything about that movie I love. It's one of those, I, I, again, I can go back and watch over and over again and just pick up little details here and there that just make me love it even more. And that's one of those movies, I don't, like, they've made those little shorts and everything, but I hope they never try to, like, make a sequel or anything just because it's it's great the way it is and it doesn't need anything to make it better. I have heard they are possibly making a live action, but, yeah, I'll agree. Up is, Up is a really great movie, and I'm surprised... You said you haven't cried during movie Trinity, and that's like something anyone should be crying about. I was, I was just <laughs> gonna sad. say, I was just gonna say, if you haven't cried during that intro, there's something seriously wrong. Cause <laughs> that intro, that movie, oh my gosh, just the music alone is oh, so yeah. like poignant, um, and to see like the the actual storyline of it, oh my gosh, leaves me a mess. That movie's crazy, so good. Yeah, I, okay, I, I'm curious. Nobody had any like the big like Marvel movies or any of the like series on their list. Is it just because nope. like do you just consider a series itself? Because like if anytime I see a clip from Cars or something, I'm like, oh, I can go watch that movie without feeling like I have to watch the whole thing. But like if, if I see like a, something from Harry Potter, I feel like I have to go watch the whole. Yeah, series. the thing with Marvel for me is like I watched it and like I watched like a few movies, but then I didn't keep up with it. And now every time I feel like I go to watch one, everyone is like. You have to watch these eight other movies to fully understand the context. And I don't really have time to watch the eight other movies. So that's just kind of my hot take on Marvel, I guess. Yeah, I mean, one thing, like, when I was 13, oh, my gosh, like, Captain America was the coolest movie ever, dude. Like, wow, he's so cool, you know. Um, but I feel like sometimes you just kind of grow out of movies. So, yeah. I don't know. But just, like, series. I wish that could be a whole separate list, too. But yeah. I, was, I was thinking about the Lord of the Rings series because that's another one that oh, gets me so super good. emotional at the end yeah. of the trilogy. I'm like, oh. I will say, like, some of the best memories I had with watching the Marvel movies are seeing them with friends in the theater. Like, we would sell out a whole row and stuff like that. Like, for instance, like, Infinity War could be on anyone's list. Yeah. I think Infinity War is my favorite. But I also, on my honorable mentions, I have Doctor Strange. I think Doctor Strange is really good. That's something I will rewatch over and over again. And you don't have to watch any other Marvel movie to see it. So I do yeah. love the Spider-Man movies as well. Those are good. Which ones? All of them. We have to do a whole <laughs> separate thing on Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I think that's all the time we have for this episode. So join us next episode where we talk about music. See you guys.